This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 86 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by NYYSportsTalk.com. I'm your host, Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Yeah. And it's that guy, Rye. Yo. What's up, fellas? How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm glad that you're in better spirits. Because, uh, full disclosure here, uh, Chris was a little upset with that guy, Ryan and I, on Saturday. We had a bro date. We went to go mm-hmm. see Creed 2, and Chris was a little upset that he didn't come. No, I wasn't at all. He was totally bent out of shape. He didn't talk to Ryan for like three days. Literally didn't care. Great. I had a great time. You asked me to come. It's not like you didn't include me. I and, had more uh, important things to do. Heated sp- seats. Here's what he had to do. Ready, folks? He had to go spend time with his in-laws. Uh, in- no. Instead of going to hang out with his boys to see Creed 2. First of all, he in- went my, in- in-laws. In-laws. Boys, boys, my in-laws, in-laws are way cooler than you guys. And second of all, no. I was getting stuff for my new home. Oh. Right. And spending time with my wife and son. Again, your well, wife we were and spending son- time with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, really. I think we had the better end of that. And Ivan Drago. I wish I knew the ending so I could just spoil it for everyone. That's what type of scummy person you are, though. Yeah. Good I, movie, though. Highly recommend the it. Movie's been out a week now. Can we can we give away spoilers? No, no, no. no. that's messed up. I was only kidding. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, a week's not enough time. <clears throat> no, he wouldn't give away spoilers to that. But this guy's been begging me to watch The Wire for as I long know, as I've known him. Show. But he tells me every main character that's ever died in the show. <laughs> Yeah, so, like I have a pretty good, much all of them. Oh. So why do I want to watch the show now? I Including know everybody Creed. dies. Creed's dead. Creed dies in that. Definitely in that don't show. care about the show now. That would be the only reason why I watched it. Michael B. Jordan, Probably. my boy. He's my boy. Oh right, yeah. He's in the wire. What's his name in the wire? Wallace. Where's Wallace at? Straight. Where Wallace at? Okay, so uh, where is Toe at? In <laughs> Chicago, baby. <laughs> Ronald Torres was designated for assignment the other night, and uh, we're actually recording Wednesday evening. Uh, earlier today, the Yankees sent him to the Chicago Cubbies for the coveted player to be named later or uh, $10 in Wendy's coupons. 
You're like happy about it. I am so ecstatic that Ronald Therese is gone. You have no weren't, idea. Weren't the Cubs? You're kind of an uh, asshole for that. No, why am I an asshole for that? Like, it's one thing to say that you're okay with him not being on this team anymore, but it's another to be excited about it. Here's why I'm excited about it. I like to see people cry on their keyboards. The overreaction that people have had to Ronald Torres getting designated for assignment, you would think that they sent Derek Jeter in the prime of his career to the Seattle Mariners for <laughs> a bag of peanuts and some Starbucks, okay? It's Ronald Torres. And I have to preface this by saying, how many times on this show have I said that he was the best at what he did in Major League Baseball? Yes, definitely. So I think I'm okay to speak on this when I say the Yankees did the right thing. They have no use for the guy. I agree 100%. They did the right thing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're just overexcited about it. No, I'm not overexcited about it. It's just that, you know, I've been going to miss him. I'm not going to miss him. What are you going to miss about him? Did you miss him last year? Yeah. Let me ask you I this. Did a little. Let me ask you this question: If he wasn't the size of a horse jockey and didn't carry around Steve Donahue's med kit and pretend it was a, a video camera, would you miss him as much as you do right now? Yes. Yeah. No, you're a liar. You're both lying to me. I like Ronald Torres. The dude became because he's the mascot of the Yankees. That's why you <laughs> like him. No. He I came think, through a lot. Yeah, I think he was great in 2017. I think there just wasn't room for him last year. Look, he filled yeah. in admirably. He did way more than you could have ever expected a guy in his position to do for the Yankees in 2017 when Didi and Starlin Castro were injured. The guy was phenomenal. But let's not forget who he is. He's Ronald Torres. He was DFA twice before he got to the Yankees. Huh. He was waived by both the Dodgers and the Angels. I'm not saying it's a big loss. I'm not sitting here and saying the Yankees can't win a championship now. Oh, I had somebody tell me today that the Yankees won't win the World Series this year because they got rid of them. Oh, my God. Bro, it's it's such an inconsequential... From a baseball level, yeah. it's such an inconsequential maneuver. But the way people are overreacting to it, you would think that they just watched their grandmothers get shot in the face in I'm front of them. I'm surprised that a National League team picked him up. Why? He's a good, he would, he's a good fit for a National League team. Double switches, you know, you yeah. have much more substitutions in National League, a guy Great with his type of guy. versatility. I Yeah, but I just, I don't know, for some reason I saw him on... As what, a DH? No, no. I just saw him having a more substantial role for for whatever team he went to. Dude, what substantial role is Ronald Torres going to have? If he was worthy of a substantial role, he would have never been banished to Scranton last year. I think some teams could have, could have found room for him to have a more substantial role how do you know what the Cubs plan is for him you just said it. it's a National League team he's yeah, gonna he's be gonna, on the bench and he's gonna do gonna, the same he's gonna play game. he's gonna play one inning every game he plays in he's gonna yeah he's gonna do the same that's exact why I'm game. shocked I thought he he'll, would have a more substantial role on an American League team. he'll probably play in more games let's not make Ronald Torres out to be more than what he is I think that a team not as well equipped as the New York Yankees who really doesn't have any World Series aspirations next year could have used him in a more substantial. Is he role. a starting player in Major League Baseball? Can he start somewhere? 
Yes. Where? But he wouldn't be as successful as he would be off the bench. On what team in Major League Baseball are you starting Ronald Torres at second base or shortstop? The Orioles. Okay, that team won 40 games last That's year. That's why I just said not a team that has any World Series If you are, If you're going to tell me you're legitimately trying to win any even 10 games next year and your plan is to go into it with Ronald Torres starting <laughs> in your min- middle infielder spot, you should be forced to sell your team. I just think Ronald Torres for a team like the Orioles – would have at least helped their offense a little he, next year. Dude, well, they're going to be dragging. He's gone. How many? How many wins do the Orioles win next year? How many did they? Are they going to win next year? Yeah, probably fifty games. Fifty. That's that's a reach, I think. How many? Ryan, look it up. How many did they win this year? Did they even win forty-five this year? Yeah, I think so. Then how's it a reach for them to win fifty? Oh, I think they'll be less uh, than the, they gave up their whole team yeah but you can't be that bad again why because it just doesn't and happen. now you don't have a manager they just went, a, uh 47 and 115 okay so they oh can my God. okay so they're gonna win between 45 and 50 games next year i think they win 40 yeah okay well you know what <laughs> if they win 40 games next year they might as well not be a, a 40 franchise wins. anymore it, then then yeah you know if your plan is to win 40 games next Ooh. year then have ronald Torres. Uh, yeah. Hey, but guess right what? Sea biscuit around the bases. Okay, the Yankees better better annihilate them next year. Huh. I don't want to hear this shit anymore from all these fans. The Yankees don't beat bad teams. That all started with the Orioles. But let's get back on track here. Yeah. Uh, are are we really upset that Ronald Torres is gone? No. Is this going to make any type of impact on the team in 2019? No. Is Tyler Wade not a better option for that role right now? No. I mean, no. I fucking hate Tyler Wade. He's definitely a better option right now. He no. Look, this team is weak defensively right now because we don't know what's happening in the infield. Tyler Wade is a phenomenal. Tyler Wade is faster than Ronald Torres. True or false? True. Ronald Torres is a better. uh, Tyler Wade is a better defender than than Ronald Torres. True or false? True. The only little thing I can give Torres is maybe he's a better hitter, but he's a slappy. He's a much better hitter. He's a slappy singles hitter. Much better hitter. Um, and you know what? I'm going to take the risk that Tyler Wade finds a little pop in his bat yeah. and can ding me 10 homers with a short porch. Okay. Put yourself put yourself out there like that, just like we all thought Sonny Gray was going to have a good good season. You know I'm, what? I'm asking you for know 10 why? home runs. You want to know That's why a- Tyler Wade is a better option for me? Because He's younger and this, this team is filled with swing and miss guys. And that's all Tyler Wade does. He just strikes out. So in that role, if the least you can give me, Therese is a phenomenal fielder also. If the least you can give me is a he, guy uh, who at least puts puts the bat in the ball, his range I'm taking Therese over Wade. His range is suspect. Oh, God. Disagree. Watch Disagree. He made some great plays, man. Yeah, when, he doesn't have. Yeah, when they're hit to him, he doesn't have the type of range that Tyler Wade has. Great, but and, he also doesn't. Also, he also knows pinch. how to hit a baseball. Uh, so we value singles now. Uh, I got I got four singles in in 2017, guys. I'm the best player ever, and I know how. And I can hold up a med kit and pretend it's a camera. Oh, I'm the best ever. <sighs> While you're listening, please leave us a rating and review in iTunes. Thank you very much. Look, I'm having a little bit of fun with the Torres. You know, the, the I don't like the term prospect huggers. I'm having a little fun with the with the toe huggers today. Yeah, I'm I'm a toe hugger in a sense, but not where I'm going to get upset that he's gone. I'm happy for him. I full out saw people throwing fits on Twitter that the Yankees 
let this guy go that oh the season is doomed I, I i don't know how i can root for his team anymore they don't respect how could you lo- not have respect for a guy like ronald torres come you, on you want to know something come if on. you truly care about ronald torres ask yourself this if ronald torres was a part of the new york yankees in 2018 is he even sniffing the major league baseball field you mean 2019 2019 sorry no when when is the opening day? Late March this year, like March March twenty eighth, I think March twenty eighth. When that first when Luis Severino, I I would I'm going to assume that when Luis Severino throws the first pitch of the 2019 season, is Ronald Torres even on your mind? Are you even saying, Jesus God, man? I, I wish the Yankees had Torres right now. Are no. you saying that to yourself? No. All right, so. Nor the Yankees. So if you care about Ronald Torres, guess what? He just went somewhere where he's probably going to be in the Major League Club all year. Maybe. I, I'd, I'd expect. Maybe. We'll, we'll wait and see. Best of luck to Toe in Chicago, though. He Absolutely. Was, he, was a fu- he was fun to have around here. You know, he was a team mascot. He played great in 2017. But, you know, you got to look at it from a baseball perspective. The guy had no role here. And Tyler Wade, whether you want to agree with it or not, is a better option for that role. Yeah, and they don't want him to rot away in Triple in A. You know who's rotting away right now? Correct. Robinson Cano. Yeah, no the, one wants him. The Seattle Mariners are trying their hardest to get Robinson Cano out of out of uh, what, Seattle, the Emerald City. That's their, their nickname. <laughs> I was trying to think of the nickname for Seattle. Yeah, p- apparently they want to try pairing him with uh, the closer uh, Edwin Edwin. Right, that's Edwin his first Diaz. name. Diaz. Yeah. Edwin Diaz. And now the Mets are really, it seems to be the hottest team on him right now. But And all these Mets fans are flipping out. The reason why the Mets are might be willing to take on that contract is because of the closer. And Mets fans are kind of looking past that. Hey, this is still Robinson Cano, by the way. I know it's a lot of money for a 36-year-old, but it's still Robinson Cano. And you guys don't have anyone right now. Bro, first of all, he's got five years at approximately hundred and. Twenty-four million dollars. So it's what five? What's five times twenty-four? You do the math on that. Five times twenty-four. Yeah, I can't think. Right Two one hundred ten. I don't know. One hundred twenty. Yeah. So why are you making me do he's, math? He's due five years and one hundred twenty million dollars. Going into his what age forty-one season, a guy that's got a PD violation. Well, everyone's concerned too. He just got snagged on the. Uh, PEDs, is he going to come back half the player that he that he ever was? I don't know. Didn't he? He played relatively well after suspension. So yeah, he looked all right. He still had the juices flowing though. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Have you ever taken steroids? You know how they work? No. Okay, so you know it's not like you take them in March and then all of a sudden, then again in August, it's like oh, steroids are kicking in. <laughs> how do you know? Maybe I've taken steroids in the past. I'm, you look a little jacked up right now. I've been back in the gym. Hmm, did you just get back from the gym? No, not today. I've been doing other things today. I had to fill out an expense report today. That sounds shitty. Yeah, well, it was. Anyway, uh, back to baseball here. The reason why we brought up Robbie Cano is that he's also been linked to the Yankees, that there was talk of a Ellsbury for Cano swap, and Mm. that would be an atrocious idea for the Yankees to do. Uh, On what? On what merit? On what merit? Because if the contracts were equal, no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Did you to forget it. that Cano is a lefty who can actually still play? What the hell is he going to do for the final three years of that contract? You're trying to get rid of Jacoby Ellsbury's deal. Well, the Yankees want Seattle to eat a lot of the money too. That's where the hang-up is. So why are they taking Ellsbury then? 
it's exactly why they're not. Exactly. Well, because Cano is is a much uh, better baseball player than Jacoby Ellsbury, so that's why they would have to take on extra money. Yeah, I understand that. But also from the Yankees' perspective, you might get two good years out of Robbie Cano, and he would make a lot of sense on this team in 2019. But what are you going to do with him, Bond? No, I don't think you're understanding. The Yankees want the Mariners to pick up money. So if Cano's a better uh, baseball player, why the hell would the Mariners? I thought he was saying that's why. the See, this is why, and Ryan told us to go back, because Ryan did say he could see a swap for Ellsbury Cano. But he also said, um, and Seattle would have, or the Yankees would have to eat some of the money. And that's where we said that would never happen. Now it's the reverse, and now it definitely wouldn't happen. Because then it, it's just, you're getting a shittier player, and you're still picking up money? It doesn't make sense. You're still picking up a guy who's getting way too overpaid. Look, if the it, even if Cano had three years left on his deal, and you had to pay for an extra year, I'd still be okay with doing the deal. But you can't pick up this guy's contract. You can't do it. No, it doesn't make sense. Now, if they're going to throw in Edwin Diaz, now does Edwin Diaz, is he's not worth three years and $60 million. No way. Because because if you just, if you erase, you wash your hands, you erase Cano for Ellsbury in those two years, then you're looking at, you got Edwin Diaz for $60 million. He's worth pretty close to that, though. Uh, I'd a, say three forty-five. A Rolls Chapman doesn't even make that type of money. and he's the I'm saying paid. close to that. I'd say Edwin Diaz is certainly worth $15 million a year. At right now, look at the year he had last yeah, year. Yeah, that's his only that's his only track record, though. Are you telling me he did two or three? I don't even know if Craig Kimbrell and Craig Kimbrell's one of the yeah, best. Yeah, but players. I mean, it's a different market today than it was even when Chapman was a free agent. Yeah, but Kimbrell's a free agent this year. I don't think Kimbrell's going to touch fifteen million. You know, a year. you know what I thought about. I'm glad you brought He'll that touch up. Close to it. Do you think Kimbrell is going to? I'm not saying he's not going to be signed, but do you think he's going to get a little of the uh, treatment that all the free agents got last year? At least up through spring training that he might not be signed? No, he's an elite player. As he much is. As he he, he is. But J.D. Martinez is an elite player? Think yeah, about but how he, long that took. It's, he still was signed way before and spring training. And where do you see Kimbrell landing? Uh, Back in Boston? In Boston? You know who the you know who should really sign him? The Mets. The Mets. Yeah, okay. If Brody, if, if Bro Van Wag, Bro Van Wag is <laughs> real serious about the Mets winning, you need to go out and get yourself Craig Kimbrell. You need to go out there and and get yourself, you know. Um, the Dodgers should really try snagging up Kimbrell. So, why is that? Because their bullpen's terrible. So what's he going to do? Set up for Kenley Jansen? No, he'd be the closer. Kenley Jansen's just going to be like, yeah, I'm, I, I was a closer. Kenley on Jansen two sucks. Yeah, but <laughs> he's not that bad. Wait, he's not as good as I'm Kimbrell. I'm glad you brought up Brody just now. Bro. You know what I realized? He was the guy Remember that, the free agent shit that went down that I was just talking about? Remember that letter came out when it was like this is this is a bunch of collusion between the owners and blah 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 and we're going to create a team on our own. That was bro. That was bro. And you, and, and Fred uh Wilpon? No. What's the stupid ass commissioner's name? Rob Manfred. Na- Rob Manfred. He uh apparently had some words for for bro. And do you know why Robbie Cano left the Yankees in the first place? Because he felt he was never respected. No, it was because of Bro. Bro Van Wag was rocking with uh, Jigga, and really, yeah, he was the one that got cool. He was working with. Uh, He's what, so cool. What was what was Jay Z's? Uh, 
Was, uh, was it Rob? Cash money? No, it was not cash. Was, was that Master <laughs> Interscope. Pig? Oh, wasn't it like oh, Rock God. something Rock? Yeah. What was the name of his agency? If it even I don't want to look it around. up. I don't know. But he Brody Van Wagenen was an agent for uh, Hova. I'm just ju- I'm just dropping all types of Jay. I didn't know that. It's good to know. S. Doc Carter hired Bro. Hired Bro. Yeah. Got Bro in the game. Rock Nation. Rock Nation, that's it. Yeah. He was the one that got Robbie Cano the 10 years. So, bro got Robbie to Seattle. Is bro going to bring Robbie back to New York? Maybe. Maybe. There's a lot of conspiracy with bro right now, too. That all his moves or everyone he's talking about are people he was affiliated with when he was an agent. So? I'm just saying everyone thinks he, he won't step out of his comfort zone. So maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna focus he's on. He's represented that. a lot of really good players, so it might not be a bad thing for the Mets to bring in some no. Of those guys. No, I think that could play to their advantage. We'll see. So the Mets apparently, I don't know if, how far down the road they've gotten with uh, Robbie Cano, but they would get Edwin Diaz and Robbie Cano, and apparently to t- to offset some of the salaries, <clears throat> excuse me, they. <coughs> They'd send Jay Bruce out there. They'd have to... Uh, Dom Smith would be Sayonara. And a couple of other pieces would go out there. And maybe they're... Tr- I heard they're trying to get uh, Robbie's salary to around $14 million a year. To get Seattle to pick up $50 million bucks of the contract. What's he getting paid per year right now? 34. Oh, it's 24? Uh, I still don't see Seattle doing that. I think that's still too much. I don't know, bro. That's set to get $70 million off your books? A team that's trying to rebuild? Yeah. But does it make sense for the Mets at that point, though? They're the Mets. They got to get that closer. Do they got to get Cano the closer. Is, uh, will be the last 10-year contract? No, because uh, Kay brought this up on a show yesterday and he made a great point about it. At their age, Machado mm-hmm. and Harper can get 10-year contracts because they're going to be in their mid-30s when they expire because they're still young. Right. You're not going to get uh, 10-year contracts when you're in your 30s anymore like A-Rod and, and Cano got. Yeah, because we've said it how many times the new prime of baseball has changed. 30s like old now. You see a 30-year-old, you think he's old. Somebody suggested this the other day because I believe that uh, Aaron Judge doesn't hit free agency until he's 32 years old. That the Yankees will never offer him a big contract. We said that on this show. We talked about, will Aaron Judge ever get the contract that he truly deserves? And we said, probably not, because when he is eligible for that contract, he's already old. But the Yankees should buy out his his arbitration years. They will. They yeah, absolutely I, will. I think they'll have him locked up long term before he reaches and the extend him to thirty four. I think you can yeah. still you, get a lot of. You Aaron know, Judge. when it comes to a guy like Aaron Judge, the Yankees will always do the right thing, and that will definitely happen. I just can't imagine him them just letting him go to arbitration every year till he's thirty two, and then no. and then kicking him That's, out the door. No, they won't do that. They won't do that. The guy played half a season, and they gave they gave an entire section to him. But in, I just can't see that right. happening to. But Aaron in Judge. theory. We said it. If that did happen when he was a free agent, he wouldn't get what he could have if he came into the league when He'll he was younger. He'll never get what he's valued at in terms of uh, baseball money. He'll get it in endorsements and such. He already does. But to say the Yankees are just going to cheapskate him until he hits free agency, I can't see that happening. But 
Back to Robbie Cano. Do you see a path where Robinson Cano is a Yankee next year? Um, I kind of do. I kind of, I'm not throwing it out the window just yet. I think it could happen. But how do you get Seattle to take that the back end of that contract? And for my, it to make sense for the Yankees, they have to take the back end of that contract. They have to make it so the Yankees aren't paying for him past 2020. Uh, here's my answer, and it's the only answer that will make you're gonna, any sense. Or you got to give me, or you got to give me Edwin Diaz, yeah. or maybe Gene Segura, who apparently I heard somebody say that he's not a great clubhouse guy, but whatever. Here's the only know. answer that I have that makes sense. Would you put it past Brian Cashman? To somehow, some way, get the Seattle Mar- Mariners to pay for the back end of his contract. You got to get Ellsbury out of here. Yes. That's the first thing you have to do. And you got to really limit what you're paying him in years, uh, in 21, 22, and, and uh, 23. Right? That's how that works. Right. And I wouldn't put it past Brian Cashman to get that done. Unless you're giving me Edwin Diaz and I got to throw in a prospect or whatever. Because apparently, the in Seattle's mind, the only way they're getting rid of Cano is if they give Edwin Diaz up, too. Right, well, like because giving to, up Edwin Diaz would eliminate them having to pay off the rest of Cano's contract. But I just don't want... the guy's gonna, Honestly, the guy's going to be useless in the final yeah, three years I, of that contract. I don't know if I want two guys with, with long-term deals in their 40s on this roster. You'd yeah. have him and Stanton. It well, also goes back 40. to it also goes back to well, the fact I'm, that we I'm have nine year deals where, where he is going to be close to forty by the end of his contract. Bye. Hey, let me ask you this: If they do get Robinson Cano, right? Would you be opposed since we still have Brett Gardner penciled in as our starting left fielder? Would you be opposed to Stanton being the starting left fielder? No, I think he and, should be the starting. And Cano DHing. Who's going to play? Then you still need a middle infielder. Stanton's not, 29 from, right from now, everything so I've heard, huh? From everything I've heard, they're not looking at Cano for middle infield. They're looking at him for first base. Well, why am I getting him if he's not here to play second base? I agree with that, but they think he lost a big step at second base. Right. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I, I, I don't know. I can't see. Honestly, if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd put it at 20% that he's a Met, and i put it at 5% he's a Yankee. I think that's fair. Maybe 15% he's a Met. I don't know. I think Bro might be more inclined to swing this type of deal than Cash. And is that going to be the only move they make? Are you kidding me? This is a big deal for the Mets. Don't make deals like this. Bro, the the whole point of being the Mets GM right now is making the fans happy and feel like you're putting a winning team on the field. I haven't heard one Met fan that would be happy about Robinson Cano and that contract at his age. Uh, you know what? Sorry, Met fans. You're just going to have to live with it. I don't know. I'd be pretty happy with Cano as long as I'm getting Diaz along with him. Yeah, I mean, that's if the, I'm a Met fan, that would be there. Let me ask one question before we get into our next spot here. Um, do you think Sonny Gray is going to be a Yankee next year? No. You still think because th- Cashman is a there's lot. no way he's pitching. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. You know what? It doesn't have to happen for another 10 days. It'll happen during the winter meetings. Cash apparently Cashman's got like five or six teams that want him, and he's you know he's trying to play the market right now. All right, there's no there's no there's no rush to I, trade him. I I feel you. Uh, speaking of trade, it uh, I just want I Mark Feinstein actually uh, he wrote about five trades that make sense, and one of them did include the Yankees. It was Ellsbury and Tommy Canely for Carl Santana. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, you make that deal. 
You ha- as a Yankee? Yes, yeah, you made no, that deal. Yeah, but why would the Phillies? Even Here, he think he about went on that. to explain it. The salaries are similar, so you. Uh, in fact, Ellsbury makes a little bit more money, which is why you throw in Canely. But from the Philly perspective, they want to open up for a space for Reese Hoskins. They want him to play first, and then they have an opening in left field, which where Ellsbury could play. And the Yankees need a first base. I would definitely take switch hitter. Here's my issue with bringing in a first baseman right now. Switch hitter. We have too many other holes to fill where, yeah, maybe Luke Voigt doesn't pan out. I don't know. That shouldn't be something you're that's on my mind. You're getting rid of Jacoby Ellsbury. That's the point. Yeah. If you can get rid of Jacoby Ellsbury, just do it. And here's the, and here's the last thing we're going to say about Ellsbury before we move on here. A lot of every time you have a proposed trade for Ellsbury, fans are like, "Well, he has a no trade clause. Why? Who, why would he waive it to go here? Why would he waive it to go there to play? If, if you're Jacoby Ellsbury, why do you want to stay in a situation where you know you're not wanted? And if you're a man that with any type of um, intestinal fortitude, don't you want to prove that you're not a washed up hack? That you're not just you know, uh, I don't, I can't think of the word right now. Just trying to milk it." and be, quote, injured all the time? Don't you want to prove that you still can play baseball at a high level? That's why I was shocked that he was so adamant about being a New York Yankee last year and not wanting to go anywhere. But maybe maybe his teams change a little yeah, bit. Well, you know what? I think, he real, I think maybe last year we didn't know that Hicks would be as good as he was, so he yeah. thought maybe he could snag Hicks' spot. But he, yeah, That's on. fair. If he's still thinking that, he's out of his fucking mind. But honestly, at this point, don't you think that if you're Ellsbury and you have a team that wants you and is going to play you, that you, regardless of where it is, that you go there? Absolutely. And prove something and want to prove something. Go with a clean slate. Still getting your money. Yeah. Unless you just want to be on a permanent vacation for the next two years. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Speaking of vacations, you know who's taking one in New York tomorrow? Um, That would be one Patrick Corbin. Yes, Patrick Corbin is going to be uh, visiting with the New York Yankees tomorrow. I believe it was yesterday that he visited the Phillies. The Phillies put on this whole production for him. They, uh, they showed his picture photoshopped in a Phillies uniform at Citizens Bank Ballpark. Um, so <clears throat> now tomorrow it's his turn to meet with the Bronx Bombers brass. Does he leave New York a New York Yankee? Um, <sighs> one of my predictions was that he would be a New York Yankee before December 14th. So, yes. I say yes. Because I got I to gotta run with that. Is there any chance that the Phillies go above and beyond and sign this guy? I hope so. Well, you, you got you to gotta expound upon that. You can't say you hope that Patrick another Corbin, team signs a guy like Patrick Corbin. I don't know. Let, I th- let him explain himself. I think a lot of people are over... Uh, they're, they're giving this guy a little bit too much credit. He ha- he is not really anything special. If you look at his velocity dip from 2016 to 2018, it's it's really concerning, dude. He was throwing 98 the entire year in 2016. Didn't touch it in 2017. 2018, his velocity dipped to like 92 by October, by September, I guess, because Arizona didn't play in October. But by September, his velocity was down to 92, 93. Is that the kind of guy you want to lock down but for he's six years? He's also a young kid who yeah, is that, being that managed would, That would coached. bother me even more. And they said to him, listen, man, we need you all year. You can't burn yourself out after, mm-hmm. you know, after half the season. 
try and hone it in a little. He's not that young, bro. He's 29 years old. He's getting to that point. In his, right. Let me ask you this. You know, he's getting to that point in his career. You know, we said, you know, 30 is like the new 35 now for baseball players. Right. Let me ask you this. Okay. You were very big on saying the Yankees would get Corbin. But I don't remember. You said it before I heard anyone else say it. But I don't remember if you were actually like excited about no, it. No, I was. I or was you were just saying it. that they were definitely going to get him. Well, yeah, it's been rumored since you know what two years now. When you're looking forward to when a good free agent class is, Corbin was always the big name pitcher for this free agent class, right? For the last two years, you'd yes. say. And he was a guy with a track record. He was a Yankee fan growing up. He always wanted to play for the Yankees, so you'd have to assume that he would get here eventually. And He's just been a name that's always been talked about, but I just I I'm a big velocity guy. That is why Sonny Gray didn't work for the Yankees, and that is why Patrick Corbin will definitely I won't say definitely. Why does Chris Sale work? Because Chris Sale throws 98 miles per hour. No, he doesn't. He throws yes, he 94. Does. No, he doesn't. Dude, he, would, he does not throw he 94. Threw 94 this year because he was hurt. He doesn't regularly throw 94. And miles Corbin an hour. barely. Corbin's clocking at 92. Look at his fan grass. Ryan, in fairness to what dip. you said about Sonny Gray, his velocity is not the reason why he didn't succeed here. And he throws 95. When he's on when he's on his game, he does throw 95. Well, sure. we haven't seen him on his game in two years. Okay, yeah, and, well, and he doesn't throw 95. To your point, though, if he threw 98, he wouldn't have to rely on much else when he couldn't find his curveball and he was shitting it over the plate. He could have went more to his fastball. Sonny I'm not Gray's, even saying 98. Sonny Gray's problems in New York are way beyond his stuff. We oh, all yeah. Know that. Oh, yeah. I'm saying 96, 95. There is a big difference from what all the hitters say in Major League Baseball from 95 to 96 and up. There's a big difference. Well, everybody loves uh, Patrick Corbin's ground ball rate, which would play great at Yankee Stadium because, you know, you don't really want a fly ball pitcher pitching in the Bronx. Like Sonny Gray. I mean... By, by September last year, Corbin was throwing 92 miles per hour. Is he hiding an injury? Because then that's something that you know, i got to worry about now. 92 to 90, 93. Yeah, that, that is concerning. That's Could a fair fatigued. point. Was, didn't he pitch a career high in innings last year? Uh, I, I'm on the fan graphs. But, like, but what, what bothers me is that in 2016, his velocity increased as the year went up on. 2017, it dipped as the year went on. And then 2018, it really dipped as the year went on. Yeah. That's a fair point. Patrick Corbin threw a, yeah, he threw a career high. No, he didn't, actually. It was his highest total since 2013 uh, in innings last season. So, I don't know. Maybe he felt a little bit of fatigue down the stretch. You don't know. I yeah, mean, but, I mean, isn't that the games? Aren't those the games that matter? Yeah. The ones that are down the stretch? Okay. Is this really a guy? I'm just giving I'm, my points I know. Here. I agree with you. Is this really a guy that he's going to get five, six years? Whether it's from the Phillies, Yankees, If you can find me someone out there that's better, that the Yankees can realistically get, I'm on board. I'm not that high on Patrick Corbin. But to the Yankees' defense here, they're trying other... They've been trying other other ways, other, other paths here, and it might not be working out. So if Patrick Corbin's the, the, the best pitcher left, we need another good, good arm. And you can't tell me he's not good, because he's good. He's definitely good. I just don't think he's worth the years and the money. He you have to give be. him five. He's going to get baseline exactly. five, right? So yeah. the Yankees, apparently the Yankees are willing to go five. They don't want to go six. 
can't go six. And Philly, I think the Phillies would. The Phillies want the Phillies apparently will go six. So now it comes down to does he really want to be a Yankee or does he want the years? So that's you know. We'll see. Because it's not like he's going to Philly just for the money. They're a good young ball club. They can Absolutely. be contenders next year. So and with him, you know, and you got Arietta and Nola down there, that's not a no. bad pitching staff. No, definitely. All right, let's um Let's move on here. Final segment of episode 86 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast is our Twitter Q&A. Chris is going to bring this up here on the big screen. I'll read the questions and then uh, we'll just respond to them. So our buddy Liam here, he wants to know our thoughts on on Corbin. We just gave our thoughts on Corbin. We did. Sorry. Sorry, Liam. (laughs) Let's move along here. (laughs) Who's the next... Who's the next one? I think that's I think that's me. All right, come on. Let's we don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> All right, Patrick wants to know what are the top three positions we need filled right now? Uh one starting pitcher. And two relievers. Mm. There's three. Really? I'd they want a middle two, infielder. They yeah. need two relievers. They absolutely yeah. need two no, relievers. No, yeah, they do. Yeah, but is that the most important? One reliever, one starter, and a middle infielder. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And who's gonna rep- and who do we drastically uh or drastically, realistically see filling them? Uh Patrick Corbin. This is for me. Patrick Corbin, Adavino, I think he could be a lock to be a Yankee if they ever get around to it. And um I don't know, man. Who who do you realistically see being a middle infield option for them? And don't say Manny Machado. Give me something else besides Manny Machado. I I can't. Scooter. <coughs> yeah, what happened to that deal? All right, well. The Reds woke up. <laughs> oh, here, Kenny Morales wants to know. He says, why not go after Scooter Jeanette? Well, because wasn't he an all-star last year? He's a yeah. career 300 hitter. He had a hitter, phenomenal year. What are you going to give up for him? I'm sure the Reds are going to want something for him. You're going to give up Sonny Gray and and top, a top prospect. Is mm-hmm. he worth a top prospect? Sonny Gray and Loisica is worth Scooter mm-hmm. Jeanette? Well, you got to ask yourself this, too. You're going to get this guy and give up give up a top prospect, Sonny Gray, whatever. And then what about when Didi comes back? I don't think it's worth it to trade for Scooter Jeanette, to be honest with you. If you're going to have to attach a top prospect. No, you can't. you gotta, yeah. you got to be and realistic. And what if they don't even want Sonny Gray now? What yeah, if they just want prospects? No. Scooter's not It's realistic. almost like, you ever watch Shark Tank? No. And I do. Whenever they offer a deal and the, and the two people are like, can we just step out real quick? And think about it. And then whenever they come back in, the, the shark is always like, you know what? I thought about it too much. I, I'm i out. That's kind of what the Reds might have done with Sonny Gray. We gave him way too long to think about it. They looked into his numbers a little bit longer. And now they're out. I just don't think that they want to give up Scooter Jeanette for him. I think they would still take him in a deal. I just don't see how... Um, they're trading Scooter Jeanette for him. Scooter Jeanette is a career 310 hitter, by the way. And uh, in the last couple of years, he's found his power stroke, and he's hit uh, 27 and 23 home runs, respectively, while driving in 97 and 92 runs also in uh, the last two seasons. So, Would you give up Sonny and Clint Frazier for Scooter? Yes. Yes. Deal. All right. We got him. All right. Uh, I Am Legend. That was a shitty movie. I uh, like that movie. Any chance a Yankee swing a trade for Syndergaard or Kluber? I don't see that. Negative. Happening. I don't see that happening at this nah. point. Would we like it to happen? Of course. Will it happen? No. 
They'd have to give up way too much. I think the Mets are going to end up trading Syndergaard. It just, I just still can't see it ever happening to with the Yankees. And the Indians clearly were just like, yeah, he's on, he's on the block. Let's hear what you got. And then when we offered them a pretty decent deal, they were like, oh yeah, throw in Torres, please. And then you just know they're being unrealistic at that point. I don't know if they were being unrealistic. I was just seeing if they could get Glaber Torres in the deal. Right, but you know you're not gonna. You don't so know why? Well. So why dangle them? You never know until you until you ask. Right, mm. but it was made a bigger thing than it actually was. All right, uh, Jason Thorpe. Thoughts on Daniel Murphy? My uh, boy, Jason. I bodied Chris <laughs> the last time he brought up Daniel Murphy on this podcast. Bodied him. Still he's, love the move. He's still recovering from that beating I gave him. It was a it was a dumb beating. I think you uh, underestimate what Daniel Murphy can do for this team. The guy's a butcher at second base. Oh my god, he's not yeah. that bad. He's that bad. No, he's not. If you mean to tell me that he's gonna, I I want his bat obviously, but I, I can't. You can trust this guy to play a hundred games at second base. Yeah, I would. Ugh. <laughs> All right, here, this, here I'll make this point again. If he was in a better defensive infield, I'd do it. I would take him as my weak link. But you have Andujar, who is atrocious at third base. <laughs> you have Glaber Torres, who, you know, he still hasn't shown the ability to be a consistent defender. And then you have Luke Voigt out there, who's, I agreed who's with Paul you. Bunyan. I that's agreed a, with you. That's a terrible defensive infield. I agreed with you. But and... It, and Ron Wotus, who we interviewed last episode, said his those championship teams are built on pitching and defense, and that would be the opposite. And I agree with you on that. But his bat? Oh, absolutely. I would take his okay, bat. Okay, so what if then we could trade, compromise there. Trade Andujar, sign Machado, and, and also add Hetch. Would you sign Murphy? No, I got Machado at third. Mm-hmm. And where's Echeverria playing? As my Probably defensive. shortstop. Well, where's... And then who... Then why do I have Daniel Murphy then? Playing first, you're saying? Second. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, first base. Well, what? Why? And then and then Hetch will back him up when he plays middle infield. You know what? If I had Machado at third, I would look at it a it little bit differently. It would be different. Yeah. I would look at it a little bit differently. There you go. All I right. like this next one because I want you to bring up what you said to us in a text. Uh, Sean O'Malley. Was he, is he related to Michael O'Malley? Yes. Ah, uh, Cool. Uh, Parker Bridwell, the Yankees acquired him earlier this week from uh, the Angels. Uh, is he going to start? Um, maybe. If he does, it's not I... a it's not a terrible option. <coughs> I know everybody's going to look at last year. Please preface this. Well, what? It's not a terrible option if the Yankees just go into next season and he's slotted as one of our starters. No, dummy. As if he's in your six or okay. seven position, right? That's why I just said preface what you were saying. His ERA was over 17 last year. Right, but... He only pitched, what, six innings? Yeah. Five and a third, something And what like was that. his ERA the year before that you that you noticed? Yeah, well, because this is what I do that other people don't do. They just want to fly off the handle at things and react to things. Instead of, you know, base, I say this all the time. Baseball reference exists for a reason. Yes, it's very powerful. He had a... Uh, let me get the exact he sucks. here. <laughs> yeah, right? His, uh, velo- his another guy's velocity dipped... Uh, a little too much last year. He went from throwing uh, about 95-96 to around 92 last year. All right, Parker Bridwell in six and two-thirds innings last year pitched with 17.55 ERA. How many innings? 6.2. That's all he pitched last year? I couldn't find anything on him why he wasn't in the big leagues last year. 
Oh, well, you can't go by his numbers on that. But no. listen to this. In 2017, the, he made 20 starts over a course of 20 appearances, 20 starts, 21 appearances, 121 innings pitched, and he had a 3.64 ERA. That's significant. That's significant. Now, that could be the outlier, and he's really just a terrible pitcher, and he had a fluke season, but... If you're taking on a flyer on a guy to be your sixth or seventh yes, starter. to be a depth piece, absolutely. He's a great ad for a depth piece, 100%. I could, or if you don't see him as a starter, he could be this year's A.J. Cole. Yeah. And the and the second part to his question was if Jordan Montgomery is going to be back healthy I have no next idea. year. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like 2020. But there were some rumblings that maybe – Towards the end of the year, he could be healthy enough to contribute, but I definitely wouldn't wouldn't bank on Jordan Montgomery helping this team next year. All right, so those were the fan questions. We'd like to thank you for sending them in to help us uh, extend this pot a little bit and get some better content out there because, I don't know, the, the toe open. Hopefully the hot stove picks back up, you know. Picks should, up, right? Picks up full steam in the next couple weeks well what are we about we're about 10 days out from the winter meetings you've seen we've seen little trickles of things happening nothing major but like donaldson went to atlanta mccann's went back to atlanta right you know the the yankees doing little things with getting there you know it's these it's like the appetizers yeah the appetizers are being served right now we're not at the main course well we have a main course by the next time, if we record over the weekend, which we're planning on right now, will we have a main course served? Negative. I don't think so. So you're saying but Patrick by the Corbin. Next weekend. You're saying Patrick Corbin does his visit and leaves without signing a contract. What was the date you said, Chris, for all of these predictions you've uh, had? December 14th? Yes. Yeah, I think the, around there, that, that'll be when the stove really turns on. I don't think that Hal's going to. It's not going to be like an interview where you get hired on the spot. I don't think that's the Yankee way. I think Corbin's going to leave, and I think maybe within a few nights from then, uh, he might get that call. So uh, so we had Toe. We had Robbie Cano. We did our Pete our P Corb. I, I wish his name was Cobb, so we call him Peacock. Or Cobb. Cock. Huh? Or Cock. Huh? Peacock. Why Peacock. It just sounds good. It's like the animal. It's like an animal, oh. like a bird. Where's my mind? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where is your mind, Jeez. Christian? And then we had fan questions. So, you know, uh, you know, nice solid midweek show we had here. Yeah. And just to let everybody know, <clears throat> if you didn't catch it in the beginning, I'm just having a little fun with all the toe huggers. I understand that you guys love them, but, you know, I love it, it's nothing to get that worked up over. Agreed. All right. Anyway, you know. It was kind of mean, speaking of the beginning of the show, it was kind of mean of me to kind of rub it in your face that Ryan and I had a bro date on Saturday and you were home. You know, your wife and your kids are awesome. We all know that. Yes. So kudos to you for spending time with them. But, you know, we did see Creed too, right? Yeah, we had okay. a great time. But unfortunately, you also fell sick over the weekend. You had bronchitis. It was actually, it was actually the night after we last recorded. I didn't have a voice. Yeah, you sounded I still, terrible. I still sound like Francesa after he's done like a three-hour show where he just doesn't have a voice. Is your wife like his wife 
and you get the bullshit about having a raspy no, voice. No, no, no. She loves my raspy voice. Because he went on like this three, this 10 minute okay. rant the other day about, uh, like, I, my wife yelled at me not to be yelling no, on the she, show anymore. She loves she my raspy like my voice. raspy voice. What's up, babe? Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> so Chris had bronchitis, which you've been cured of. Right. Kind but of. the. But what about Sonny Gray? He has bronchitis. Bronchitis. <laughs> Bronx, bronchitis. Is there any way for Brian Cashman to cure this? Uh, yeah, get him the fuck out of the Bronx. <laughs> Hopefully, James Paxton doesn't catch bronchitis. I hope not. It is a serious illness. It's though. a very it serious illness. Catch- it's FDA. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Regulated. Recognized. They recognize this as a legitimate disease. Yeah. Stage three. He has stage three? Bronchitis. Wow. Sonny Gray has stage four bronchitis. Wow. Ellsbury. Ellsbury has stage yeah, four. He's terminal. <laughs> <laughs> There's no saving him. No. Uh, All right. So thank you for listening to episode 86 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Uh, please go to Twitter. And if you don't already, follow us at NYY Sports Talk. Um, yeah. So that'll, that should be it for me. Uh, Stack Guy Rye. I'm good. Just go Yanks. Keeping it classy. Chris? Say goodbye.